the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Trump is caught hoarding the nation's secrets for sale, for blackmail, for eagle. That's the front page of the once great drudge report, now a propaganda rag for the Democrat mafia. And this is the larger point. With all of the failings in this nation right now, five hot conflicts, three major adversaries and enemies of America, all advancing militarily. The economy, the nation's wealth, imploding. We are bankrupt, technically. Did you know this, Squirrel? Bet you didn't know this. Russia's debt to GDP, do you know what it is? 17%. 17%. The ruble is the highest it's been in eight years. Eight years. Do you know what America's debt to GDP is? 134.6%. This country is bankrupted from the corruption in the Democrat mafia and the failure in the Republican one. That's exactly what's going on. So do you want to talk about photographs? Ooh, they laid out paperwork and they took a photograph. Here's the problem with this. The political Gestapo of the Democrat mafia, known as the FBI, is the one who took the picture. And they have zero credibility. And this leads us into my stinky studio. The reason I am so protective over my audience, which I love to death, the good listeners at AM560, where I do not allow the Democrat mafia to participate, or listen, for that matter, in the show. To have this swindler fraud, Rod Blagojevich, come in and pretend to be a victim and pretend to be, what does he name himself? A Trumplican. Whatever the hell he is. He is an asset of the Democrat mafia. And the only reason you know that moron's name is because he married a capo in the Democrat Mafia named Dick, I believe it's called Little Dick, among his wife's friends, Mel. And that's the only reason you know that short-in-the-pants Irish Mafia son-in-law name. Otherwise, Rod Blagojevich would be what he was in college, a two-bit, underrated, low-life, taking action on sports games. Him and his moron brother... To wannabe bookies. That's all they ever did. It wasn't until he married sweet Polly Purebred of the Capo Irish Mafia that you know his name. And he was in bed with every single roach scumbag. Every single one of them. 
And some breaking news now. A former top fundraiser and advisor to Rod Blagojevich was released from federal prison today. Antonin Tony Resco has been moved to a Chicago halfway house. Resco, a former high-profile fundraiser for Blagojevich, former state senator Barack Obama, was found guilty in 2008 of scheming kickback for kickbacks from firms wanting state business. The only reason he got caught is one of the Democrat mafia higher-ups had a problem and got shafted. That's the only reason you know his name. And they released the hounds only on Tony Resco and his son-in-law, Dick Melhates. That's it. Notice how the investigation never led to the FET governor today, who was in on 17 hours of those FBI tapes, negotiating political corruption with BDI's Rod. Notice that? So he's going to come in and tell my audience and the good listeners here at 560 how he's a victim and he did great for the state. The reason that every citizen is strapped with 48000 in debt to just that fraud pension system in the government is because of his corruption. The reason of the catastrophic bankruptcy Illinois faces, the, the, the reason everyone's leaving is his corruption. And the only reason he's in here is he has no place else to go. Because in the short-in-the-pants Democrat mafia, he is persona non grata, as he should be with everybody with any dignity. So to me, it is an atrocity. That he positions himself as anything other than what he is. A political whore scumbag in the same way Joe Biden is. And you believe me, you. If he wouldn't have went to the who's cow, he'd have been out on the front lines campaigning for this dimwit in diapers. And he was just envious of the corruption. He wasn't repulsed by it. Otherwise, he would have came out here today and for four hours told you exactly what happens in the Democrat mafia. Did he, did he do that? Or did he talk about how great it is that for a short time, old ladies could get free pap smears? Ooh, look at your success, you scumbag. If it wasn't for your hair and your wife, nobody would know your name. You'd be a two-bit renegade bookie, and that's it. I'm so sick of these guys pretending to be men. See, that Irish mafia, this money laundering scheme of corporatism and collusion, this destruction of Americanism, this isn't perpetrated by men. It's perpetrated by scum. And that's what they are. And to pretend they're not because they get old and their hair goes white is to show a sign of ignorance, which I am incapable of doing. And until he does a mea culpa, he had eight years to write a tell-all book about how Tony Resco and Barack Obama were linked in everything from land frauds to fundraising deals. Did he do that? He didn't do that because he wanted that scam to keep going. And what did his wife do? I believe she became a top insurance broker right after she was a top real estate agent. She only worked for one person. You know who she worked for as a real estate broker? Tony Resco. So don't come out and pretend to be a victim. And you know the problem when you say... Trumplican, you just remind the people who can read with an IQ over 60 all of the failings Donald Trump had as he colluded with the Democrat mafia, such as yourself, scumbag, Rahm Emanuel, Ed Burke, and the rest of the New York mafia. So don't do, you're not doing anybody any favors, and you look even dirtier than you did before you went to jail. So there's a couple of women out there that think your hair is thick and your beady eyes are attractive, but for the rest of us, you just are today what you were then. A lying fraud scumbag that has no reflection on Amy Jacobson, who I love to death. Just as my proper revealing of the corruption of Richard Irving had no reflection on the wonderful John Anthony. They, too, are under the spell of swindlers. And they go far, these swindlers. Look at what you have in the White House. Look at what you have in the White House. How are you, baby? How old are you? 
Eh, that's not creepy at all, these stupid son of a gun. In the meantime, during my show, he was infringing on another one of your rights with his failed virtue. This is a man that should be charged as a war criminal. Every foreign policy black op war this idiot funded, including the one right now with the Ukrainian oligarchs that were killing their own people with weapons, he now has a sense of morality. Ooh, the AK or the AR-15 is a dangerous weapon. No nation. Oh, it's no not nation. The one. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I did, I did the celebration. Here's the other thing. This is the anniversary of the celebration of Afghanistan. Another great accomplishment of the Democrat mafia. Started with Wilson's War. It's more than just a movie with Tom Hanks. It's a fraud and a lie, and we're all in on it. No nation. No nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and the ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravery, and selfless courage of the United bravery, States military not bravely. and our diplomats and intelligence professionals. Yeah. $8 trillion, thousands upon thousands, 3,000 that they admit died. We don't know how many died in the mercenaries, but we do know tens of thousands were injured. Hundreds of thousands had their life changed, not to mention what, did it, what happened. What was it all for? In Afghanistan, daily life for women and girls has changed monumentally in the last year as they face new restrictions under Taliban rule. Girls are no longer permitted to attend school past the sixth grade, despite the promise made by the Taliban leaders. And few well, it's like graduating from high school at CPS. They can barely read above the sixth grade. And they're all stupid enough to think, keep thinking that Democrat who are politicians like Biden and Bogoyevich will help them. There are few exceptions. Women are no longer allowed to work and are expected to wear a burqa when outside the home. Many brave women have taken to the streets and protests only to be met with resistance and in some cases violence. Some cases, because if it's what those guys dressed in tablecloths have, it's restraint. They've been beating women for 3,000, 7,000 years. You think they're going to stop now? I don't think so. I'm bringing Azra Jafari. She is an Afghan politician and human rights activist. Also, the first female mayor in Afghanistan, and she's left the country. All right, so it's, so it's more like 1,200 years, but you get the gist. Uh, last year, since the Taliban took over. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Mayor, because I know that's what they used to call you as a... Yeah, as- that's their way of saying, that's ABC's news ways of, of saying it's a hellhole, and it's caused by America, it was started by America, and we're not even talking about the millions of Afghans that were killed. Millions! And Joe Biden is going to use this now to take away... Your rights, your civil liberties. Finally, my plan invests in crime prevention programs that help keep young people from getting in trouble in the first place. Under my plan, communities can, one, provide after-school and summer job programs. He sounds terrible, doesn't he? You know, when I like, I like when he gets exercised over the bullets in the air at 15. No nation. No nation. No, no, where is that one? Is it this one? They get paid for more access to mental health and drug counseling. That's no, this one. His AR-15 just rips the body apart. Could not identify. Could not identify oh. the body. See, this is what happens. This is why there's warning labels on Viagra. You don't mix it with the Starbucks cocktail and the B12 shot that his wife gives me. You don't mix it. Otherwise, you start yelling about no reason. A 20-year-old kid can walk in and buy one? How many kids is this, is this imbecile? Barack Obama, every president that didn't want to pull people out or at least talk to other dictators. How many kids are he, is this idiot responsible for the death of? You want to talk about a war criminal. You know, in Somalia alone, what's going on there right now today? Forget about Yemen. 
and Syria, they're comfortable with those bombs. 90% of the drone strikes under Obama's administration, 90% proven innocent families. He's upset about the error 15s. He's not upset about any of this. He's like Rod Blagojevich, an opportunist looking to con people. DNA to say that's my baby. What the hell's the matter with us? Yeah, I think about that every time you open your mouth. No, I'm not joking. Think about it. What are we doing? And by the way, how many my dad used to love to hunt in the Poconos when we lived in Scranton. How many deer bear wearing Kevlar vests? Huh? Not a joke. There he is with the with the with the, with the dementia tick. Not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. I'm not joking. Not a joke. I'm not a joke. No, I'm not joking. No, I'm not joking. Not a joke. Not a joke. You're the joke, diapers. <laughs> you realize the bullet out of an AR-15 travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun. What, is, what are the weapons you're sending to the oligarchs in Ukraine to? You ever talk about that? How many innocent people have you killed? Let alone, how many innocent people did the Ukrainian oligarchs kill in their own country? Five times is lighter and can pierce Kevlar. What am I? So this is going to be used to take away your civil liberties. What he doesn't understand is what he's doing to this nation. The collapse of the economy has already caused massive crime spikes, massive unrest. Just take a look at a Democrat-run sewer city like Chicago. Rod Blagojevich also responsible for that, too. 312-642-5600. I mean, I've got this thing, and it's golden. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. In the meantime, the White House has identified the enemy. It's not the Chinese Communist Party that bribed the sitting president of the United States and benefits to the tune of trillions of his failed policies. That's not the enemy. It's not even, even though they want you to think it's Russia, it's not Russia at all. The real enemy is you. After all, you, you, voted, you didn't vote for the, the Democrat mafia. You're the real enemy. The president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear, as he can be, on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. You're an asset and an asshat. You're an asset to the Chinese Communist Party. You are sending Billions upon billions to an oligarch in Ukraine. You don't know where the money is. 70% of the weapons have been stolen. You don't even mention it. You don't care. You're fighting at least three non-Congress approved conflicts. Syria, Yemen, Somalia. You're also antagonizing uh, Taiwan, who is now in a war with China, whether you want to report on it or not. You are the most politically corrupt whore this nation's ever seen in the highest office. You're the threat to democracy. And what you rely on is the corruption of the scum in on it and the ignorance of those not aware of it. 
And that's why the people who know about it, you could call them MAGA. But you call them one thing. Americans, scumbag, who know right from wrong, who know that the bureaucracies are all politically aligned with your corruption. You're right. We are a threat to your corruption. We are a threat to the money laundering scheme that is the Democrat mafia. And we're not intimidated by you. So send the IRS, send the FBI, send them all. In the meantime, more people are going to wake up to your failure because you're destroying the economy at the same time, you low-life rat bastard. I only wish you had the intellect to understand what I just said to you. Not a joke. Not a joke. I'm not joking. Not a joke. I'm not a joke. No, I'm not joking. No, I'm not joking. Not a joke. Not a joke. How are you, baby? How old? Creepy son of a dog. Minor attracted person. Scum of the earth. Brian and Gurney. Hey, son. Love your passion, man. Thank Keep you. it up, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, I, I got something to say about um, uh, Mark Elias and Norm Eisen, who was uh, part of the State United Democrat, Democrats. Wait, Democrats? I'm sorry. Mark Elias, Mark Elias is the attorney who has been at the root of every defense of, of subverting state legislatures to have the corrupt Democrat justices rig the election. And yes, you're right, brother, and the Republicans are not saying anything, Brian, simply because they're afraid. Right. They're afraid. Yeah, Norm Eisen, uh, State United uh, Democracy Center. Are you kidding me? He's a part of Obama's team. Yeah. And uh, nobody's talking about this. Nobody's Brian, I, I talk about it every day, and what else I talk about is the fact that the corruption that is in leadership in the Republican Party, old lady-faced Mitch McConnell, married to a shipping heiress who has profited immensely from putting up with him naked. Not that I don't think there's value in that in money. Anybody that sees Mitch McConnell naked coming at them aroused is due for a lot of money. I just don't want it to be part of a collusion with the Chinese Communist Party. He's in on it, too. Not to mention the gassy Swalwell, sleeping with Matahari. And I'm sure there's a couple of Republicans, but the more I know about Illinois Republicans, the more I think it's not going to be a woman at the root of their scandal. Matt Grayslake. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, how are you, buddy? Fantastic. Hey, listen, you know, imagine the surprise of uh, Mr. Biden and the rest of the lefties who know nothing about guns when they realize that a lot of us out here that carry handguns daily... Number one, our ammo is all subsonic. It's, it absolutely is a lot slower than, than the AR. And the, the nine ammo that I carry daily is well known to kill grizzly bears. Yeah. It's far more dangerous See, than, than any two two three or five five six round. Look at what this country has done under, under ignorance and fear. Look at how this country has changed trajectory. There are no civil liberties anymore. Look at what COVID and, and, and the, the reaction. This is now, all you need to do is mimic that. That's the schematic. Rally the fear, and the cult of safety will allow any atrocity to the individual happen. This is the plan. And the hilarity, the hilarity of it, Sean, is all of the anti-gun people say that I'm afraid. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm strapped. Exactly. They're afraid of their own shadow. They're afraid of the flu. And the, right. and the reason They're that we need everything. guns with a lot of ammo is displayed every night in the sewer of one of their major cities. Pick one. Philly, oh, New York, pick one. Minutes. That's why I need 30 15 rounds. 15 minutes on WGN yeah. every night. Because I, I don't drive a state 
a police truck worth 85000 I have to protect my assets, and I will protect yeah. them, and I will reload. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. The idiot. Here's a guy, been, he's had secure, Secret Service security for what, the last 20 years? And he's going to talk to you about what it's like? Why don't you talk to the women in Chicago about what it's like? Crime, safety, lack of police patrols. All are reasons some women who own small businesses in Chicago say they've had enough. Yeah, what they need is 30-round clips and, and, and six Secret Service agents. 312-642-5600. Double barrel magazine extended clips. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, it's really the Democrat mafia that encourages low lives, losers, and failures to give advice to productive people. And now they're going to talk down to me. I have to listen from this idiot, KJP. I wouldn't hire her to valet park my car. She's an idiot. And now she's going to talk down and tell what the threat to this country is. The threat is your administration. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. California asks residents not to charge electric vehicles days after announcing gas car ban. This is the kind of stupidity and ignorance these idiots promote on a daily basis. You have no ideas. You have nothing that works. All you can do is put an excuse on failure and call it a policy. And in the meantime, you're bankrupting this nation, dimwits. The California Independent System Operator is asking residents for voluntary energy conservation over the Labor Day weekend. Right here with your Labor Day voluntary sit in my house and wait to die. That's really all these feudalists ever offer. They have nothing. Unless, of course, you're in on their corruption. Then you make a fortune. And you get to fly around like an actual businessman. You get to sit on your big fat ass at Chicago Steakhouses and pretend you're contractors and cement companies. You get to order hookers three at a time and pretend to be men. Scumbags. Uh, Holly, this point. Hi. Uh, sorry. I'm, uh, You're running from the police? Are you running from the NSA? Yeah. <laughs> I'm running to keep up so running. I can provide my bills. Right. What I'm trying to say is this. We got a lot of more trouble than and putting all the dots together. 1.9 million coming across the southern border, fighting age men, defunding the police. Our military who's woke overseas, when they come and they strategically place all these people, we who now our guns are and more and more... You know, being uh, called away. Yeah. We're like sitting ducks. Well, we're dumbing down of America. Nobody knows what to do anymore. It's all against us. It's a, It's been a plan all these years, the Illuminati, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. People have to get ready. Well, listen, what I like, first of all, I always love an out-of-breath woman. So thank you for that. <laughs> Secondly, you, the Splains is not too far from Onwood Park. You run to our neighborhood, you'll be safe. Thank you very much. Fighting age men. It's true. It's all true. You know what else is true? The real destruction, real destruction to our kids. It isn't just these communist union teachers, although that's bad. And I got a clip from Texas that's going to make your blood boil. There's a problem going on, though, with the border. She mentioned the border, didn't she? Well, I heard her say the border. I was focused on that heavy breathing. However, she did mention it. Today marks International Overdose Awareness Day. Did you know that? to the CDC. International Overdose Awareness Day. Do we have International Crackhead Bagman Sunday? Or is it just called the election day now? 
U.S. drug overdose deaths reached an all-time high in 2021, killing more than 107,000 people. For scale, that's, that's more than the population of South Bend, Indiana. And, and now, fentanyl comes in rainbow-colored candies, smuggled right by the Sinaloa cartel, which owns and operates vast majority of Mexico. They pretend to have a president. And where is it provided from? Where, who, who makes it? Who's the manufacturer of fentanyl? The same communist country that bribed this diaper-wearing dimwit that's going to use another excuse to strip you from your Second Amendment rights at the same time the country is imploding. Since 2013, law enforcement has encountered a stunning rise in people who test positive for fentanyl, an extremely deadly narcotic and what officials call a national crisis. But a big moneymaker for China and the Bidens. Big moneymaker. I mean, that's why that country, that communist rat country, gave this scumbag $32 million. Was it because his bike riding ability? You think he was going to sell the new Chinese bike? I don't think he was. Although by the time he's over, that's what it's going to look like. Beijing, the whole country. You'll be riding around with masks on. Ridiculous. Frank, Melrose Park. Sean, what's going on? Not much, kid. Hey, uh, off topic, I was just wondering if you could throw a shout out for the Taste of Melrose Park this weekend. Okay, go to the Taste of Melrose Park. You probably won't get shot, but I'm not making any guarantees. How about that? How's that for a shout out? Sounds good to me. You know what? I, I, I used to love that, by the way. It's the, and, and I'm going back. I was there for the very first one. I think it was 1982, three. I think this is the 40th, 82. So this is the 40th anniversary. I was there for the very first one. I remember when the Civic Center wasn't there. And that's also the reason yeah. I don't drink Jack Daniels. But the problem yeah, with it is Lake this. Street. I am not going to go there and try to eat food and have a chance of seeing that fat pig Kathleen Willis. Because, you know, she's always rolling around there, the fat slob. She's their, their uh, state rep. And they vote for her year in and year out. And that's the problem with that neighborhood. And I grew up in it, and you did. How dare they vote Democrat? Look at what's going on there. When I was a kid, they wouldn't tolerate this bull dung. Now Ronnie puts her name on his signs. It's ridiculous. So that's why I'm not going. But thank you very much. Good neighborhood. A lot of laughs. But no, no chance. How are you going to digest with Kathleen Willis walking around? Not to mention all the sound of the jogging pants squishing by the thighs. A lot of big Democrat women there. Big! Uh, Carol! Hi. Hi. Sean, how, I hope you're having a good day. Oh, I am, I am. I'd prefer you if you were out of breath, but I'll take you the way I get you. Well, I could try panting. No, no, that's all right. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know, we have to bring back Let's Go Brandon. How did the Democrats squash that? It was so effective. Yeah, Let's but everybody, go Brandon. you know why I think that it, it, the failure is so bad, the climate of the country is so bad, the devastation we face is so bad, they want to not dress it up anymore. I think everyone, when they see them in their head, they say the real thing. I know I oh, do. Well, that could be. But, you know, after the invasion at Miralago, I called all of my representatives. One of them did have an actual secretary I talked to, uh-huh. and that's my, my representative. And um, Now, your anyway, representative, your representative where, where are you at, Momensi? Moments. We have Moments? a Chicago uh, oh. Kelly, I think her last name is. Oh, I thought maybe you had Liz Cheney's Rash, also known oh, as Adam yeah. Kinzinger. But no, no, no. Oh, okay. oh God. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, I called, I called them, and every one of them, and I said, as far as I'm concerned, Washington is just nothing but a bucket of pus. Oh, I like that. That would because explain the smell in here from Blagojevich's yes, cologne. Ex- yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it smells. Slime doesn't necessarily smell. Yes. But pus usually You know smells. where you don't smell that? In a red state, Carol. Put that house yeah, up for right. sale while you still can. Because oh, the odds are yeah. you got kids that are probably hanging around because you're there. Bring no, the chain. No, no, no. The kids are the kids are way grown. I I am old. Right. Uh, anyway, anyway. Also, too, I heard. I think it was on Charlie Kirk's show today that uh, uh, Comey actually is a communist. Well, I, don't, I think it's Brennan. Ago. Brennan was the communist for the CIA, and they put him in charge of the Central Intelligence Agency. But I heard, but somebody said Comey as well. Yeah, and before you know it, somebody will be looking into the guy uh, Barack Obama called an uncle. Shh. Come on, we don't want that to get out. Thank you, Carol. I had to go 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. AM560. Hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Everybody. Real, they just planning. This is hey, what they hey, understand. Let's go Brandon. When you ask they want to they sell that race hey, division. Hey, let's go Brandon. They want to sell hey, every division they can and exploit every opportunity. But believe me, there are tens of millions of us that know exactly what this piece of garbage is. Just that. Just that. Now, the only way they're going to do it, my opinion, hang on is through the way that they got it. Theft. What do you think of that? Ooh, don't say it out loud. Next thing I'll be saying that the vaccine is full of garbage, causing heart attacks among young people. I got that clip, too. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, Sean, I found it ironic that the uh, clip that you played of the city that would uh, be worked out by the... Uh, that's from Fentanyl, was the city that uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg was the mayor of. And uh, you have this government that's more concerned about monkeypox, which is from, you know, guys giving it to each other in the Buttigieg. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't really know how you get it. All you do know, it is strange, though. And how about the dog that lived with the two Pete's? See the dog? Boy, oh, boy, if that dog knew a lawyer. The tip-off is like, you know, when the dog has peanut butter breath. And so do the, does the couple. you got to focus on these things. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Craig? Craig? Craig has a propensity to work and go to the dentist appointment when he's on the show. We're going to put Craig back on. Terry Rogers Park with her Nature of Balance money. <laughs> do, you, do you think maybe uh, Biden's uh, actually uh, uh, told us we can't fight his... I, I think he's basically trying to tell us uh, we can't fight his dictatorship unless we have FR-15. So you might as well give up your automatic weapon. I, I played that clip yesterday where he uh, alluded to that. And what, what Joe Biden, what the Democrats don't understand is that the the American law is my shield against your tyranny. Now, granted, it hasn't been used because you've corrupted the, the judicial system, but you haven't done that in every state. In fact, there's at least 23 states that are actively joining convention in the states, and they're joining them to get their freedom back. And that will include secession, which is the only answer to get away from this level of corruption. You know, Terry, when the country is in debt, and I mean this, 134% of GDP, the country is bankrupt. Do you know the two countries that are greater in greater debt are Italy, which is bankrupt, and Greece? That's it. We're number three. You know, the good news is anybody who votes Democrat is too stupid to understand what I said. They're more interested in getting free money for nothing. They think it's free. They don't even realize how they destroy the value of it all. So 
sooner or later, people are going to wake up, Terry, and hopefully it's sooner, but prepare for later. And that's why don't ever get rid of guns. You go on DonleyAuctions.com and you buy guns. Mitchell displains. Sean, keep in mind when you talk about Afghanistan, Biden administration put out a fake story saying that Russia put on bounties on American soldiers. And that was a last-ditch effort to keep the American soldiers, the military, in Afghanistan. He basically, he balked at it. Yes. He went against the grain. Okay, 13 soldiers died, and we lost $84 billion worth of military. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously well, he saw, he saw the appeal of Trump's foreign policy. And Trump had a different plan. Kind of like the, you know, I disagree with Trump's policies on a lot of things. Foreign policy, I'm 100% in alignment with him. And he saw that so are everybody. So is everybody. Everybody's sick of this boondoggle swindle. We all see what it is. And in the meantime, he pandered and knew that he could explode the other conflicts the way he's doing right now and keep the money laundering scheme going, which is why you'll never meet a Democrat that wants to mention Somalia. Not one. Let alone Syria, they're too stupid to know about it. Why were we in Afghanistan? You, you can't get a good answer. Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson is why we were in Afghanistan. He wanted to fight a proxy war with Russia. And I'll tell you another thing. Trump would have... You, know, you want to know why the Ukraine conflict, the way we see it, would have never went down? Trump would have had a conversation. Trump would have had a conversation with Putin. And he would have said, listen here, Rutin Tutin Putin, what exactly is the problem? Rutin Tutin Putin would have said... They're killing a bunch of Russians and Ukrainians because they speak Russian. They go to Russian Orthodox Church, and they've been killing them since 2014. And Trump would have said, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. I don't like the sound of that. But Trump gave an indication of where his, his allegiance was. It wasn't with the Ukrainian oligarchs. It wasn't with Russia. It wasn't with China. It was with America. Well, I'll tell you how I feel about Ukraine. I think Ukraine's a wonderful place. I think that it's, uh, I've been there, and I think it's great. But Germany and all these countries should be doing something. Why is it always us? What do we have to do with Ukraine? It's wonderful. That's the American foreign policy that the vast majority of Americans believe in. And now we're in six places nobody talks about it. That's the beauty of a Democrat mafia member. Because they know. Just distract your moron base with free cheese. And they'll be too busy eating it up. 312 642 Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America... He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me because we need a little controversy because it feels so empty without me. I said, this My next like guest is somebody so that I love to talk to. I have the utmost respect for he is a fellow of the Mises Institute, a retired professor of economics at Frostburg State University. He's written hundreds of papers and articles that have been everywhere, including the Quarter Journal of Austrian Economics. You can see him featured at lourockwell.com. His new article is published and featured at Mises.org. Biden's student loan scheme benefits the ruling class again. 
William Anderson, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you doing? Well, I'm aggravated. I'm aggravated, William, because the, the, we just keep sticking the knife in the in the outlet and wondering why we get shocked. And this is a this is a great scheme when you think about it. The government oh, yeah. backdoor nationalizes student loan issue. It goes well, from four hundred and fifty yeah. billion to one point seven trillion. Then they pretend they're helping the people, but they're really writing a check to themselves. How many people you think figured that scam out? Oh, you know, I would say the, the people aren't getting screwed to figure it out the scam. Uh, I mean, you do have some true believers out there. I checked on Facebook, and, and uh, the, uh, of course, some English professors where I used to teach, uh, they're all for it, as uh, you would uh, expect, except they think that he should be giving forgiving even more than just $10,000. That um, you know, There's a constituency out there that wants the entire kit and caboodle to be forgiven. Yes. And uh, it's just, it's kind of an amazing thing to me. And I'll tell you why is because nobody, but nobody thinks that this is the beginning. This is the end of it. Hey, it's a one-time forgiveness because what about all the people who are taking out student loans right now? I mean, they know that, okay, man, once they've gone this route, guess what? They're going to do it again. Sure, and the problem already grew from four hundred and fifty billion when when government nationalized student lending to one point seven yeah. trillion. This stunt will only increase it even more and incentivize it even more. The next time they do it will be in two years, and the problem will be well over two and a half trillion dollars. This is the game, but you know, if you could tell your friends who want more, tell them to read past page two. Because I'll tell you a little story about a dear friend of mine, a kid who dragged himself out of the gutters of Chicago, and was a Pell Grant student and became a doctor and is a wonderful guy and paid his own student loan. He didn't fill out anything or do anything. He had three separate loans and had a total of $75,000 just erased in the dark of night. He goes on and logs on when he makes his payment and checks. He's like, wait a minute, I didn't apply for anything. I didn't want it. I didn't do anything. It's per loan, not per student. So there's really even more of a diabolical nature. If they went to school on a Pell Grant, they don't have to do anything, and they get 20000 plus the other 5000 So it's it's really quite astronomical. Yeah, it is. And, uh, the, uh, and, and I, as I said, once you give these kinds of political favors, uh, because uh, and these are to pass students. These, these are not... Uh, people who are just now starting to enroll, but what's going to happen, of course, is that the universities, they're going to, they're going to uh, just simply find, hey, we can just keep raising tuition. We don't have to do discipline our costs at all. We can just spend willy-nilly, and you know something? Uncle Joe is going to bail us out. Well, and, and you know what else I think will happen, and already has, is that those people who view themselves as entitled to a, to a life worth living, are already voting for the corrupt political organization that provides that, the Democrat Party. If you really look at this on paper, and you think about it from the angle of a Democrat mafia member, it's brilliant. You clearly benefited the vast majority of your base, and you brought them in line just in time for election. It's really all this is. And once again, the good people who do not vote for the Democrat mafia flip the bill. It's just like Illinois, or New York, or anywhere this mafia runs the, the state. Yeah, and I think that that's exactly right. That what we're looking at are political benefits uh, to, to uh, or financial benefits to a certain political constituency, 
and 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 the, the idea is that the rest of you get to foot the bill because understand something that the loan, the obligations do not disappear; they're simply transferred. Right. The money doesn't go poof. There is no such thing as free. This will be dissolved and paid for by people through a variety of different taxes. And and, and also, ironically, through the devaluing of their dollar, which is often referred to as inflation, this is a massive contributor from the get-go. They admit $300 billion, but they don't really know what this is going to cost, do they? No, they don't. And I think that uh, uh, they probably, as we all know, that people will be low-balling but the thing to keep in mind as well is that the institution of higher education, in fact, all of you know, education really, is very much a Democratic Party constituency. And so this is, uh, uh, this is going to reward the uh, universities for not cutting costs because all they do is they just up their fees, up their tuition, and uh, everything else. And... And not only that, but students now are going to be emboldened to take out even bigger loans because there's going to be more pressure to expand all this, not just $10,000, but uh, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000, I mean, whatever sure. it is. And, you know, you talk about, you know, your friend, you know, being paying off his loans. A few years ago, I, uh, I had to pay off somebody else's student loans, too, um, and, uh, and I, had a, I had a small amount. But uh, somebody, you know, it was an ex-wife and I. But we had a uh, uh, loan consolidation, so I had to pay hers off as well. I mean, I paid well over fifty thousand dollars, and I'm looking at this thing, thinking, "Oh my goodness, I guess I was a sucker, right?" Yeah. Well, William, I have two kids in school that I pay for their school. I write a check every month to two different places. My wife and I sacrifice, and this is what we do because they're my kids. It's my obligation. That's how I view it, right? And that's an individual thing, and I understand that. But this is really kind of the perfect hill to die on if you're a socialist. This is this oh, has yeah. that false Absolutely. sense of virtue. It hides the corruption in the system, and it creates that division and balkanization in a society these corrupt collectivists need. Right, you're off doing this. Yeah. You're arguing about this, and they didn't put a dollar limit on it, so it can expand as it needs to, and forever feed into the corruption that is the college education system. And that is really the root of the problem. The college education yeah. system these these colleges have become hedge funds that part time teach, and they don't have to use any of their endowment or any of the money the alum give them. They can steer it. They take all the money from the Big Ten schools that they get from the television contracts to play their, their games with the men in tights chasing balls. They keep all the money. And once again, the honest people get, get Pete Buttigieg. I can't take it. I can't take it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, just, I think that what we're going to have to do is... Uh, uh, start over. You know, Succeed and start yeah, over. over. We name it Sean's World. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the problem is this as well, is that, that what you had, once they nationalized it, you notice that, that the numbers doubled really quickly. And um, the reason is, because, let's think about this for a second. You're taking a an 18-year-old uh, kid, who has never probably ever taken out a loan or anything has a credit, you know, would have zero credit history. And so would, you know, would not be somebody, you know, that you would make an unsecured loan 
you know, to. And what they're doing with college, these are unsecured loans, and they say, well, you can't, you can't get discharged with bankruptcy. And, uh, and so you end up, uh, you know, you know, you, you tell them, look, you can't go to, you got to make something of yourself. And so you've got to take out these loans and go to college. And as a result, you get people in debt, you create problems, you, you know, create personal problems for them. And let's face it, the college is overpriced. And now that the identity studies have taken over everything, and I mean, they have taken over everything. They really, they're corrupting the actual instruction and learning process as well. So there's not a whole lot left. William, you're going to love this. You, in particular, are going to love what happened today. Sean Kasten, a congressman from the corrupt state of Illinois, just grilled the head of the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, because Mm -hmm. he wanted to attack the idea that 18-year-old kids could open up trading accounts and be liable for losses and did not feel that they had received the proper disclosure from brokerage houses. Yet, student loans are the only loan in this country that give no 72 hours right of redemption where they can back out of the loan and very little disclosure to economic illiterates in this country who are guaranteed economic illiterates because they're what you said, 18-year-old kids that never borrowed anything and have no credit. This is only could only happen if the government was profiting from this. And the real focus, in my opinion, should be they nationalized student loan debt. It tripled under their tutelage since Obama took it to now. And now they're paying themselves off, telling the citizens they're benefiting, the whole time massively increasing the cost of the very loan, and they're not disclosing the interest rates that they're receiving from the kids who will pay their loans. This is a bankrupt, this is a Ponzi scheme that they should rename it and call it a Biden scheme. What do you think of that? I agree. And, you know, it's, it's corrupt. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and think about the people who are the beneficiaries. It's the, uh, you know, the people at higher education and the people who are contributing less and less to our economy. And, um, and so it, yeah, and, and ultimately it's just a big wealth transfer, and uh, and it's fur- now the joke's on us. And it's a further na- nail in the coffin of how bankrupt we are. You know, I was doing an yeah. interesting thing, William. Turns out that it, Italy, which is everyone knows is bankrupt, has a, a debt to GDP ratio of one hundred and fifty-five percent. Greece, which yeah. has been bankrupt for decades, is at one hundred and ninety percent. Russia. Wow. Russia is at 17% debt to GDP. America is at 134% debt to GDP. I pose to you that this country is bankrupt. The Democrat mafia and the Republican Party cannot afford to have the citizens realize what politicians have done to our economy. And they need to keep us not only fighting but distracted. So now they're going to pick their special interest, voter base, and fund them. And this is the soiree we're in. And sooner or later, the rest of the world is going to realize the dollar should not be the world currency. And at that point, there, no one's going to have enough magazines. What do you think? Yeah, I think that, you know, that's exactly right. If we ever, you know, if and when we lose that that privilege, you know, uh, of, the, uh, of having the world's reserve currency, 
looking for at prices of goods on the shelves to you know to double and triple or whatever. They think about what happened in Southeast Asia in the late 1990s when they had a number of currency crises, and people wake up to find that their uh, incomes have been cut in half. Their real incomes have been cut in half, and that's what would happen here. And this is just reckless behavior. I mean, what they need to do is, number one, put the kibosh on all these programs. They need to, uh, to, to you know, put some muzzle on higher education. Yeah. But, you know, they're not going to do that. How about writing a bill with no limit on the spending? You just wrote a bill that said we're going to give $10,000 to X amount of students. You had, you didn't even calculate what it's going to cost. And since you've done that, the, the the nation's wealth, the corporate wealth, the, the investor wealth, all of it has imploded at least $1.5 trillion as the stock market has pulled back 1,700 points in four days. I mean, this is, if, you know, when I used to trade, you look at these macro, right? And you try to figure out the micro and you try to position and leverage your, 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 uh, your predictions. If you're looking yeah. at this, do you see an aspect of the American economy that has true strength and fundamental growth in it? Do you see anything? Um, not really. That's, you know, that's the problem. And that, uh, uh, we, you know, we're undercutting ourselves from the inside and, uh, we're depending on our currency, just printing a lot of it. And, and you're absolutely right. The idea is what, you, you know, the dollar is the world's you know, reserve currency. We can continue to just to be profligate and just keep printing dollars and everybody and the rest of the world will accept it. Well, guess what? You know, 51 years ago, we had a major crisis. I was just getting ready to go off to college when, uh, when you know, August 15, uh, 1971, when Nixon shut the golden window and, yeah. and announced price controls. And we're looking, you know, what what's going on now would dwarf that particular crisis. It would look more like what we saw in Southeast Asia in the late 1990s. Yeah. And maybe some of the listeners might want to go and read up on that just to get a sense of how difficult life became for people. Well, William, listen, I want to thank you for everything you do. I want to thank you for this article, which is fantastic. I highly recommend my people go check it out at Mises.org. And I also know now that you're retired, I have you pictured on living on one of those Yellowstone, Yellowstone mm-hmm. ranches so that when I show up with my family after the apocalypse in the wagon, you let me in, all right? That sounds good. Actually, we've got five bedrooms in our house, and so you can come here and probably William Anderson, thank you for everything you do, and thank you for all of the economic fundamentals you inspired and gave to kids who were going to college throughout your career. Really, I appreciate it, and I'm hoping that those kids are the ones that save us because it isn't going to be this crop of mafia members pretending to be a political party now. So thank you very much, William Anderson. Thank you. You take care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, as I think of these idiots demonizing people who believe in making America great again. What's the alternative to this corrupt mafia? Bankruptcy, feudalism, limitations on success. That's what the Democrat mafia represents. So you're damn right, you rat bastards. We are going to make America great again. And there will not be one of you 
that will be elected in good states with honest people. So go back to your sewers of corruption and thrive where you can deceive the degenerates that are stupid enough to be Democrats. Right, Sean Caston, you moron? How much time do I have? All right, let's save that because it's longer. Let's go to the lines. Give me Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how are you? Aggravated. Aggravated how yeah. stupid these idiots are that vote Democrat. All right, let me put some fuel on your fire. I was at a wedding in Denver over the weekend sitting next to a, uh, a principal from uh, one of the primary dealers in the United States, and he told us that 75% of all the mortgage paper that's already out right now is on the verge of bankruptcy. So everybody's talking about when's the recession going to happen. I'm worried about depression. You've been in a recession for a year. You know, the idea that I you don't, don't call it that. I, you know how many guys go home and know that their wife was, why was the mailman in your house for three hours? They know. They don't want to face the truth. That's what this is right now. You know what's going on. First of all, delinquencies, credit card delinquencies up 283%. It's it's already over. Over. Bed Bath & Beyond announced today they're closing 150 stores oh. and laying off about two, a third of their employees. That's the beginning. So, yeah. That's the yeah, beginning. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And as you look at this, what's going to happen when the first ripple of repos happen? What's going to happen when the first property tax delinquencies, as people just abandon properties in the sewers of Chicago and Philadelphia and the rest of it? You already can't give away those properties. You know the commercial no. real estate market and the sewers, and the ghettos? You, can, you can't give them away. It's ridiculous, brother. This is what happens when Democrats run anything. Thank you, brother. You can only hide from the truth so long. Just ask a few husbands out there. Ross, Oak Forest. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, really appreciate your your last uh, your last guest. I, I love the Von Mises Institute for for economics. Yeah. Um, I, I I I was calling because you know I called a couple weeks ago around you know principle based living and what we need to get back to as a country and. I think the biggest detriment, aside from the dollar value that goes into this student loan forgiveness, is we just, this is a massive accountability void. I mean, everybody signed up for these. You put your name on the dotted line, and you don't even have to be held accountable to pay it back. I Ross, you cannot, you cannot ignore the principles of economics. You can deceive, you can lie, but you can't ignore them. Sooner or later, those chickens will come home to roost. Reverend Wright. Sooner or later, that will happen. And and we're just seeing the beginning. And every time it happens, every single time, Ross, what's the government's answer? To continue to perpetrate the lie. This is a bipartisan problem. This is why George W. Bush, ultimately, when, when the autopsy of American capitalism and the dollar is done, it will co- come down to this generation of Americans, the dumbest, the greediest, the most ignorant, entitled generation this country's ever seen right now. And uh, you're exactly correct. You can only ignore it for so long. And here's another thing, Ross. How long are we going to pretend that this soiree of Marxism and socialism and Keynesianism is anything other than a failure? How long are we going to pretend it? And the answer is that's how long until uh, Americans will, will, will be free. Thank you very much, Ross. See, we imprisoned ourselves. You imprisoned yourself. You doomed yourself for bankruptcy. You can call it Biden, but it's really when you started to entertain Democrats. I'll be back. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, the accusations of the Democrats being exactly what they've been accused of for half a century, Marxists, socialists, 
communists or mafia members, is absolutely 100% correct. Now all they do is come out and put lipstick on their lies and their pigs. But every once in a while, undeniable evidence will appear. Now this isn't new, what I'm about to play for you, but it is an example of exactly the kind of fascism, corruption, Marxism, communism we're facing. In Georgia right now, I have a relative in Georgia, there is a Senate race. The Democrats scourge and scum, the ones who lie, cheat, and steal, like Elizabeth Warren and the rest of them, are licking their chops. They finally have an opportunity to where these fascist pigs can come in and under a trick of parliament, get rid of any opposition to the corruption of the Democrat mafia. There's a guy named Warnock. Warnock. Scumbag is what it must translate to in Georgia running. And um, Fidel Castro thankfully died. May he burn in hell that scumbag bastard for a thousand millenniums. Everybody who knows anything about communism, about what it did to that beautiful, beautiful country by turning it into a prison island. Everybody knows it. Understands, anybody who's ever known any Cuban, understands just how terrible it is. And this low-life rat scumbag, who could potentially be a Democrat senator, wanted to pay homage to the murdering, corrupt, drug-dealing, degenerate scum, Fidel Castro. We pray for the people of Cuba in this moment. We remember Fidel Castro, whose legacy is complex. Complex, you stupid son of a dog. Complex? Both him and that scum Che Guevara directly murdered hundreds of thousands of Cubans and are responsible for the deaths of millions, let alone the complete impoverished it, it's it, The island is a prison island. Complete poverty. Complete. Oh, I know. They got universal single-payer health care. The doctors make $20 a month, and you have to bring your sheets and your own medicine to the hospital, but it's free. And this low-life scum guarantees more destruction of America, more corruption, and more lies. At least had the honesty to show who he is. A communist piece of garbage. Don't let anybody tell you a simple story. Life usually isn't very simple. His legacy is complex. It's a legacy of death, a legacy of murder, a legacy of corruption, just like the Chicago and American Democrat mafia. Let's go to Jennifer Granholm, inside trading political whore that she is. It's really important is that the president recognizes we're in this moment right now where supply did not meet demand. Demand was going up. Supply was not there. And that's why he wanted to increase supply. But ultimately. Oh, you don't know what she's talking about? Squirrel? Oil. This inside trading fraud to the green eco-Nazi movement is actually talking about oil right now. It demonstrates that we have to move to clean, reliable energy. Uh, and that's why he's. You mean like in California? Where they just asked people to not plug in their phony baloney cell phones with wheels you call cars? Whore? You mean like that? Go ahead. Go go on to green, clean energy. I dare you. Go ahead. In the meantime, I'm going to bathe myself in black gold. Texas crude, baby. Can't get enough of it. John Garfield Ridge. Hey, Sean. What's going on today? How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. Appreciate the take of my call. Um... 
back to this uh, last guest you had on there was actually pretty uh, pretty good with the uh, with the student loans. Uh, quick observation, yeah, I mean these these Democrat voters, uh, you know, they love uh, they love their virtue signaling about uh, about the future generations and you know looking out for them and you know when it comes to the climate stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. But I mean they they love showering themselves in entitlements, don't they? At the expense of these future generations. You know who else uh, did that, John? Fidel, that? Fidel Castro, Che Guevara, <laughs> Karl Marx, Stalin, Mao Zedong, and every other murderous scum, communist, socialist, Marxist. I believe in America they're called Democrat. This is the same platform, the same nonsense, the same promise of utopia, the same guarantee of failure and corruption. We're living in now, I believe they call it a transition. Not the Rachel Levine kind. That's where you wake up in your mother's underwear. Freaks. <laughs> I, I, I believe it. I, I, I got one last quick point on that. You know, we got these, what, 87,000 new IRS agents? Yeah, Gestapo. You know, let's do, you know, why, why don't they use them to do an audit on on these student loan, you know, forgiveness applicants, why don't they dive in, you know, get the, get the debit card bill. I'd like them to do an audit on Dick Mel. Let's do it on Rod Blagojevich's father. Cause I want to know how that short in the pants, Irish drunk is worth hundreds of millions. I'd love to know that. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, pay taxes. These, yeah, I, I doubt it. These get these people. And I know some of them, they complain that they can't pay off their loans. You know, Dive into, you know, they all got the, the, the brand new iPhone ordered, uh, you know, see how many times they go out a week to get drunk. Yeah. You know, what do you think guys, it costs to feed 15... Kathleen Willis in Melrose Park? What do you think it costs Sean, to keep got... that wildebeest fed? <laughs> Sean, they got 15, some of these guys, they got $15,000 of tattoos all over their bodies. Yeah. And they talk about how they can't pay back their loans. Uh, yeah. You know, the list goes on, but uh, yeah, I appreciate you taking the phone call. John, uh, I appreciate uh, you making it. And here's the deal, brother. You think I'm kidding you. What's going to happen in this country is secession. It'll be 20, maybe 25 good states that reject the, the Democrat mafia. And, John, I hope to God I see you in one of them. Thank you, brother. Yes, well, save, save some room for me in Florida. Uh, I'll swing by and grab a cigar with you soon. I stopped in for a few the other day. I missed you. I hope right. to, I'm going to hope to catch you on the next one. Yeah, catch me quick because I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm going back to the beach in my turquoise Speedo. It's a wonderful sight. Craig in Mount Greenwood. <laughs> Craig. Yeah. That's, oh, hey. No, you're Craig. I'm Sean. Go ahead. Hey, no, that's my brother. Hey, I am listening for me. Hey, Sean, man, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. He's my phone holder. Listen, I heard on the news, I heard him talking about how um, your, uh, your great governor, DeSantis, is trying to do something with regard to um, the uh, prescription drugs and everything, yep. with getting them uh, to save about 100 grand. Uh, or a hundred million dollars yep. for the state of uh, Florida, and the, our rotten three-letter American uh, Destruction Agency is basically uh, holding them all back and trying. And um, Leopold uh, Lollapold, the, the the Florida uh, health director, who's a wonderful guy, gave a speech. I actually have it. No kidding. Yeah. Now, is there is there anything that DeSantis can do to basically get those people like to take I mean. He's running that state, and he's you know doing a great job. And here he's got a, a great idea to yeah. do even better for the state. And they're 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 jacking with him. Yeah, well, of course they are. The mafia doesn't want to be disrupted. That's why the Fidel Castro really didn't have an opposition party. He had slaves, and if you didn't agree with him, he killed you. Of course, they had free health care, and that sucked too. Thank you, Craig. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Call Sean now. 
I would like an American Democrat scourge in office. I don't want to hear from the idiots that vote for them. An elected American Democrat preaching this kind of Soviet ideology to explain to me why we had a Cold War. And then maybe you can explain to the families of millions of Americans who lost relatives fighting socialism, Marxism, and communists in different countries why they fought. And I want them to tell me how the policies of this new Marxist mafia pretending to be Democrats is any different, you rat bastards. I see you. Let's go to the lines. Drago, Lakeshore Drive. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Now, you want to hear this? I'm 73 years old. All right. I graduated in 1972. And I have received a number of phone calls in the last two or three months telling me that I should apply and get my uh, um, student loans way, uh, taken care of. Do you, do you, do you, so, do you still have student loans? I mean, it was school in 1972. It was like, what, $900 to go to college? No, listen, no I was a little more than that. All right. I got, my, I got my degree from a circle. I couldn't find a job. I wanted to go to IIT, and IIT... Uh, what I the classes they had the circle were not sufficient, so I had to take another semester to get the bachelor's degree for IIT. That's why and you got the call because IIT, yeah, IIT was under the, what Kamala Harris just did. That's why you're getting the call, buddy. Seventy two hundred dollars was a uh, uh, tuition. Uh, oh, was it in uh, seventy two? I mean seven thousand. I'm sorry that. Oh, you're right. It's but, ITT, not IIT. Okay, so th- you're talking seventy two hundred bucks in nineteen seventy two. Right? Right. Yes. What was the interest rate on the loan? I never took the loan. Oh, I you worked, never took it? Never. I attended the classes during the day, and I worked second shift in the factory as a welder. So what they're saying so to I you never, now is that they want to give you money for the fact that you paid I, your tuition? I, I don't know what they want to give me money for, but I'm getting a phone call. So <laughs> You know what? Is, you know why? You're in Chicago. Is, they're going to pay there's you to vote be, Democrat. There's going to be a number of people that never attended the college that are probably getting a chunk of these monies that uh, this dope is offering. Oh, Drago, one of my favorite callers uh, is a guy that, this was a year ago, we were talking about student loans. This is, you know, they always run on the same bulldung. And this was a year yeah. ago when they were floating the idea. And this guy worked in a college here in Illinois, and he was telling me about the, you know, he called into the show. And he was telling me about the students, how they take a bunch of loans, they never go to class, and they buy new cars. I mean, this is a fraud, but every Democrat program is a fraud. Drago, nobody knows that better than you. Thank you yeah. very much, my friend. Thank All right, you. Take care. And uh, everybody knew where this policy was going to lead. I only have a minute. Oh, we're going to go a little longer. My uh, approach is slightly different, where I think all for less taxes and less regulations. We recognize 2012. This. I emphasize the fact that you have to know why we have campaign. a recession and why we have unemployment before you can solve the problem. And the, the financial bubbles are created by excessive credit and stimulation by the Federal Reserve. And then you have bubbles and you have to have a correction. This stimulus creates excessive debt and malinvestment. As long as you don't correct that and you maintain the debt and the malinvestment, you can't get back to economic growth again. That's why since the time Rand Paul was running for Ron Paul, excuse me, was running for office, the debt has more than doubled. Keep doing the same thing. Keep electing these Marxist Soviet fascist pigs. 
called Democrats, and you'll keep having the same problems. They won't be gone until this dimwit and the rest of his cabal is out of office. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me. To them as what I've identified them to be long before I ever got a radio show or called into a radio show or even listened to talk radio. I call unions what they are, a labor extortion mafia, organized crime. And just like every other organized crime, they don't like competition. I have friends, family who I love, who've worked in unions. I've worked in unions. I have family I love dearly who was in union management. This is not to say the individual union member who is extorted to go to work and earn a living is in on the scam. You're not, and you know you're not. This is why I get a lot of union guys that listen to me. You know I'm, I'm talking and benefiting you because I'm fighting against this syndicate of organized crime that shake you down, that shake your employers down, carve out billions of dollars, and keep a money laundering scheme So they never face competition. That's why unions, organized syndicates thrive in the public sector. In the private sector, they're exposed to competition. And there's at least a little sense of something that that is even remotely capitalism. In the public sector, they run amok and they run wild. I'm excited about my next guest. His name is Mark Mix. And he has a new article out to let us know that we're talking $12 billion in the 2020 election cycle. And I'm going to guess more in 2022. Mark, thanks for joining me. Sean, always a pleasure to be with you. I I don't know if I can keep up with you, but I'll try. Well, you know, you are the president of the National Right to Work Committee, which is fighting for the true working class, the true working people. I laugh every time I hear the American communists talk about union labor as if it's some utopia. By ignoring the fact they shake down the people in the union to get work, to get promoted. They hold a monopoly on labor. And they also shake down the employers that would oftentimes pay the specific employees better for production while the union guarantees mediocrity at extremely high costs. Do I have it about right? Yeah, that's right, Sean. The the labor policy in the United States going back to the 1930s is written in favor of a very, very elite group of folks, and that is the the union hierarchy, the top bosses of labor unions in this country. Most of them are resident here in Washington, D.C. Some of them are out across the country, but they've got a pretty good deal. The fact that they can force you to pay them a fee in order to work in America is just an outrage. It still exists. That power still exists in 23 states across the country where you could lose your job if you don't pay user fees to a labor union. And, you know, they always talk about the dignity and the respect of labor unions, but the, when this kind of compulsion exists anywhere, yeah. this kind of co- compulsion exists, corruption follows, and the corruption in the unions is legion. You how about, about, the, how about day, the UAW, riddled in scandal month after month? They just get the guidos that pretend to be businessmen. They're blowing millions of dollars on cigars like they earned it, like me. 
And they're, they're pretending to be hardworking guys. Well, they shake down the worker and extort and have a crime syndicate called the Big Three. The Big Three in America are nothing more than a money laundering scheme for the UAW. This new bill that only pays if the cars are made by the UAW is how they keep it going. And it also explains how they can afford $12 billion to blow on the Democrat mafia. And you yeah, well, exposed it. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna rely on special privileges from government, you got to play in politics. And organized labor is one of the biggest players in politics. I mean, Sean, that twelve billion dollars takes the state unions, the local unions, and the and the private sector unions, the federal unions, all puts it in one big pot. And this is this is money that comes from reports that they file that they spend on lobbying and politics every two years. That's... And there's no secret to it. They're one of the biggest players in politics because they have to be because their power is a derivative of government action. You know, I hear these. Um... These pseudo communists in California and New York, and they keep talking about this number. Sixteen billion dollars can solve homelessness in America. Now they got that number the way they get all their numbers, they pulled it out of their shoe, and I'm being kind of where I want to say they pulled it out of. But it's funny, they never mention that their own unions bribe politicians to the tune of twelve billion dollars a year. A billion dollars a month. What could that do for homelessness? And something tells me that the workforce that they extort, the actual workers, they would rather have this money go to benefit mankind rather than corruption. Don't you think I'm right? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it would be really nice if they put that money in their multi-employer pension funds that are failing. We just bailed out to the tune of $91 billion through the year 2051. And it's language in the American so-called American Recovery Act that Biden pushed through, we literally, the taxpayers, are going to fund the entire multi-employer pension system yeah. through the year 2051. It's just, it really is a scam. They're very, very powerful, and their power is a derivative of government. It's not because the workers are supporting them. I mean, there are obviously very loyal union members across the country, and there are obviously very good union members, and they are good union leaders in this country. But the bottom line is this. When you talk about 14 top executives of the United Auto Workers Union going to jail for extortion, racketeering, and frankly, just oh flat-out stealing. They're half-assed gangsters. I, I mean, really. And, Sean, and I've got friends I love. My, my family. i got family in unions. I love them. But we all know what it is. I'm so sick of beating around the bush with this half-assed, the gang that couldn't shoot straight called the Democrat Party. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, well, I grew up in a union household, too. My stepfather was a... Th- 32-year member of the International Association of Machinists. He was a welder. So I got to see a strike in a picket line in 1976 over in western New York. So I grew up with it as well. The bottom line is this. Give workers a choice. If unions are providing services they want, they'll buy it. You know, we just got through with it. There's a bill actually in California, Sean. It passed yesterday in the Senate. It's on Governor Newsom's desk. And you talked about communism. They're literally going to put up a board. They're going to create a 10-member board appointed by the governor and the leaders of the legislature to actually set wages for the fast food industry. Yeah. This is going to set it across the board. I, I mean, hope to God they pull out of there. Really. I yeah. hope to God these big franchises just say, you know what, California? Why don't you kiss my ass and just pull out of that sewer state? You're going to get robbed. You're going to have politicians tell you how to spend your money. Let it. Let them feast on their own failure. And until that happens, these these, these communists know no bounds. We've they've toppled nations. They're not going to stop with California. They they thrive in the sewer of Chicago. They thrive in the Democrat mafia, which is why the unions have owned this diaper wearing dimwit pretending to be president for fifty years. They brag about it. 
Yeah, and he brags about it too that they do own him. And uh, you know, in, in California, that bill basically the unions are the sponsors of that bill. They're pushing it because they want you know fast food wages to be a certain level. They want to set wages. They want to set policy. They want to set benefits. And they do this through government action. I mean, we've seen this example before. You've been talking about it for the last half hour. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise what they're up to. Don't you think though that a certain amount they like the mystique of organized mafia? I mean, these union guys, a lot of them like it. They like that they get the special benefits, that they're paid $40 to sit on their fat asses and develop cream puff eating skills. They like the corruption in it. I mean, that's how you explain these big three. That's how you explain these union mafias, how they also have legislated that they are more important than any other citizen as when they inhabit these these scheme municipalities, and I don't just mean Chicago, go all the way up to Illinois. The government has the power of taxation to make sure that their fraud agreements that they call pensions are paid for with the tax dollars. They like that, and I think that small, corrupt cabal is the real one percenters, not the honest guy that goes to work and busts his ass every day. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and, and you're spot on in your analysis of the public sector, the government sector being the final frontier for organized labor. They're not subject to competitive uh, elements. There's no competition there. And allegedly, the government revenue is, a, is an ever-fulfilling oil job, right? It keeps filling itself up each morning. As in the private sector, you know, and you're seeing it at various small businesses across the country where there's this, you know, this, this rave about how union organizing is increasing dramatically. The fact of the matter is there's been a 42% increase in the workers that are trying to get out of unions having decertification elections. No one's talking about that, Sean, but likely if you're a union battle right now, you're trying to get out of the union as opposed to trying to get in it, whether you work for Starbucks or Amazon or REI. Yeah, but what about like, you know, Chicago teacher unions that obviously have no weight limit, these fat bastards. They come out, they spew Marxism, they talk like they're tough guys. I'm getting yelled at by women who have flabbier arms than thighs, and in the meantime, it's controlling and destroying a once great city, although... I mean, when you look at it, they got this mayor dressed like uh, Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio. I can't tell what the hell's going on there. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, organized labor, and, and particularly the Chicago Teachers Union, is a very, very powerful political force, and they basically do what they want. I mean, they, I mean, the governor, or excuse me, the mayor is saying that, you know, quote, we've run out of runway here the last time they went out on strike. <laughs> Come on. They're trying to be tough against them. Yeah, give me a break, right? No, oh, it's so ridiculous. You know, we have uh, an Illinois Policy Institute, wonderful organization. They, they prove yep. there's like six of the, uh, schools in, in Chicago where they have as many employees as they have students. And in the meantime, the people pay for the maximum employees. You know, at a certain point, Mark, when you realize just how profitable this fraud syndicate is that they can blow 12 billion dollars on political whores at a certain point are they just simply winning or can we push it back in your opinion oh no i think we can push it back and i think i think we're seeing it in the school systems it's playing out across the country in school board elections i mean sean if you could recall three school board members in san francisco for radical natures we're on the we're on the on the road to recovery i think ron DeSantis down in florida where you i think i don't know if you're yeah, i live there, there I no I'm, there. Yeah. I'm in the sewer today which is why i'm angry but i'm normally in yeah. paradise but go ahead but there there's change happening there there's change happening here in northern virginia where i live where they finally, the moms got mad enough that they got into the streets and they're mad. I mean, if you want to change things, make moms mad. And they've done that. The unions have basically been ignoring the taxpayer. They've been ignoring the parents. And, you know, when you have a governor candidate like Terry McAuliffe here in Virginia who says, I don't think parents should be involved in the decisions in education. I mean, and then that guy who was basically guaranteed to win a, a political campaign ends up losing in what is a blue state now of Virginia. 
Yeah. Things are happening, and we've got to stay involved, Sean. We've got to stay involved. I love that, Mark, because I do. Because here's the other thing. I always thought that this kind of level of open and notorious mafia operations with unions and governments was illegal. Have 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 there ever been have they ever really been challenged in a court of law and you could take anything this idiot in diapers has passed? How can it be legal that you're going to strap well, the nation with a trillion dollar spending bill that only benefits union organized labor mafias and not the other yeah. forms of of of, of delivering uh, uh, value of any car makers and the rest of it. How can this even be legal, Mark? Well, because the Congress passes it. The Republicans don't fight. The Democrats know who butters their bread. And the next thing you know, we've got, what, $6 trillion in additional spending over the last couple of years. I mean, it really is a problem. And most of that spending, Sean, to your point, I mean, whether it's giving tax credits to to buy a a unionized made electric vehicle, you know, the largest manufacturer and seller of electric vehicles, Elon Musk with his Tesla, was not invited to the White House when they were talking about electric vehicles because, as Jen Psaki said, he doesn't have the UAW representing him to talk about mafia. I mean, there's a perfect mm. example of that. But all of this stuff, Nine whether words. it be Davis-Bacon laws that inflate the cost of construction when federal money is involved, <laughs> whether it be project labor agreements to say if you're a non-union contractor, of which 85% of all construction companies and workers in this country are non-union and says that you can't compete unless you have a union contract, yeah, it should be illegal, but unfortunately, these are statutes that pass, and you know, it, the time it takes to get to the U.S. Supreme Court, for example... The Chicago case that we represented Mark Janice in the, to the U.S. Supreme Court in 2018, he worked down in, in um, Springfield, in Illinois, at the state capitol. We finally got protections for every government worker in America that says they can't, pay, they can't be forced to pay dues or fees in order to keep their jobs. It's a First Amendment violation. Now, why the First Amendment doesn't extend to private sector workers on the same rationale is a little confusing to me. We're continuing to litigate that. We have cases, we have about 160 cases today, active cases, that are trying to expand protection for individual liberty, Sean, something that we were granted, that we're granted, we're not even granted by paper, we're granted by some higher authority than the paper. That I mean, it's the Enlightenment. You know, this is my biggest yeah, exactly. argument. We're, we're fighting against the Enlightenment that the country was built on. And, you know, I have family. I have a half-brother who I love to death, who, who's, you know, forced in this, and he's like, look, I, I got to work. You know, I'm, and there's always these workers who are great guys. I get pipe fitters. They come to my place. They're wonderful guys, just like my old man was a bricklayer. But they say, look, man, I got to work. You know what I mean? I got kids to feed, and if I don't participate, if I'm not in this, I ain't working. And that's a shame because I think they discount how many good contractors and companies would love to hire good people, but they're also hamstrung. How have they managed to wedge themselves in this extortion racket? How do they keep the companies and the workers separate? And is there a way to break that stronghold? $12 billion in payola, Sean. That's how they keep it. It's politics. Man, and oh, they, man. they know, you know, their bread is buttered by, by political contributions they give to their favorites. And Joe Biden, whether he knows it or not, he has been, as he said, and I'm quoting him, he says, I'm going to be the most pro-unionism, pro-union president in history. Yeah. What he really is, Sean, is the most pro-forced unionism president in American history. Because everything he's doing is hurting rank and file workers. You're a coal miner right now. And you watch that so-called Inflation Reduction Act, you're, it's basically a death sentence for coal mining. If you're, an, if you're an operating engineer and you're working on the Keystone Pipeline, 
you may still be on the unemployment line, thanks to Joe Biden, even though the United Mine Workers and the operating engineers, big unions, endorsed and spent money to get this guy elected into the White House, and now he's putting rank-and-file workers out of work. You know, and it, right? it explains why his crack-smoking son is just a bag man and has been since he's 21 years old. Amtrak put him on the board because they didn't want any union problems from the senator that was bought and sold and even written about in such books as I Hear You Paint Houses. I mean, this is just crazy. In the year 2022, this country is on its knees to a point it wouldn't have been on in the 1930s. And I, I attribute organizations like yours, the National Right to Work Committee, for putting up a fight. And uh, I understand you have a... Uh, what about the Legal Defense Foundation? Where can my people go to help you put up the fight for honest people in this country against the mafia? That's right. We got the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. We did. We represented Mark Janice and argued that case all the way up to the Supreme Court and won it on behalf of government workers across the country. They can find information about that at nrtw.org. That's the website for the foundation. If they're interested in legislation and, and what's going on in the state legislatures, whether it be Illinois or Florida or California, they can go to the committee's website at nrtwc.org. All right, 20, $12 billion in 2020. What's your prediction in 2022, more or less? Yeah, well, it'll be probably more. It'll probably be more. They got sure. more to defend. They're now, making so more. It's a two-year cycle. That's yeah. right. They're yeah. winning. They got trillion-dollar bills, and they could give a rip about the destruction of the American economy just so they're the real one percenters, which they prove themselves to be. Brother, thank you for putting up the fight, and thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Sean. Stay angry, my friend. Oh, it's, it's how I sleep. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show. Where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You gotta break the mafia's back. They're running on intimidation and violence. These, This generation, it was a beneficiary of, and they can't do. Did you ever take a look at these new union guys? All fat with their butter hands. Like the rest of the Democrat trust fund babies. In the meantime, it doesn't exist in good states. Really doesn't. There's no such thing as these union strongholds over public policy in Florida, in Tennessee, in a plethora of states. Granted, the Democrat strongholds, that's where they thrive. But there's starting to be a movement afoot to keep the red states red. Craig and Mount Greenwood mentioned it. DeSantis's uh, health the highest health position in Florida, wants to break apart even Big Pharma. And I'm for, you know, people making profits, that's wonderful. But with uh, with pharmaceutical drugs, it's, I mean, you need a new word. It's not even profits, right, it, to describe what's going on. I want to say two other things real briefly. So one thing that the pharmaceutical industry likes to convince people uh, is true is that, is that you know this this all this this extra profits these extra prices these high prices that we pay in this country are so they can do research and development. So there are two important things about that that you should know. First of all, the research and development that that they do, a third of it, maybe more, is not for new drugs. It's for new formulations. New dosing. Did you know that combination drugs it's for tweaking basically ways the to kind of keep their exclusive hold and keep on the drugs. exclusivity. The second thing that you should know is that a lot of the innovation it doesn't happen in the pharmaceutical industry. It happens at universities, and they come in and they swoop in. And- Florida is going to break the stronghold of corruption, 
held in the Democrat mafia. I'm telling you right now, it's the place to go. Mark in Oakland, thanks for holding. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. How are you? Good, brother. How are you? Hey, you know, I want to talk about the summer of joy. Yeah, it's going great. And, and, and I tell you what, you think about this. Police officers are working uh, six, seven days a week and, and 12-hour shifts. And, and the ones uh, during the day have to go out by themselves. You know, there's no partners, and they're going into some real bad neighborhoods. My nephew. And he's, I, I haven't seen him at a go. family party in three months. Every time I ask it's his terrible. wife, where's Jimmy? He's, on, he's at work. He's at work. Uh, he, I mean, it's insane. And here's the other thing. The summer of joy. So far, since she declared it was the summer of joy, which was uh, May 27th to today, 1,260 people have been shot. Um, That's a staggering statistic. Killed 208. Total homicides 226, thanks to HeyJackS.com. That's shocking. You know, Sean, I'm going to tell you this. You know, uh, the reason that uh, they they, they, uh, uh, don't back the police because they're afraid of anything going wrong with an a encounter with, uh, uh, let's say, someone, someone, a, a black well, here's guy the and thing. a white well, I don't, I, police officer. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's just, and, and, it's and just the, reason, the government it, protects well, the criminal. Because, it, it, because, because if, if, if there's a, a scandal or there's a, a problem, uh, it, just like with the La, Laquan McDonald case, you know, he didn't have a chance. So Mark, they want to stay but, away but from Mark, any, any problem. Van Dyke, first of all, I was yeah. I was among the first. I saw the video. I said Van Dyke killed that kid. I don't want to I don't want to use that as a barometer. That's a case where a cop killed a kid. And what happened to Van Dyke should have happened. That doesn't mean it's the barometer to, to do all policing here in the future. The other statistic and the real scandal is there's twelve hundred and sixty kids shot, people shot since uh May twenty seventh. How many were shot in Afghanistan in the same time period? How many shot in Syria? How many shot in the Ukraine in the same time period? Let's, let, let's have the real perspective given. That's what these Democrat mafia members can't afford you to have. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Cheer up, all right, I got a lot to get to, a lot to get to in very, very little time. I am going to go to the phone lines. So hang on there, you Irish Mafia member in Chicago sitting down on your big ass eating cream puffs. You just hang on. Pretend you're at work. Uh, Sean Castone, fraud, heiress to the green energy fortune, talking to the SEC chairman. I found it very interesting. I want to ask a couple of questions, if I could, more on the investor protection realm. Go ahead, realm. Sally. This is the little over the two-year anniversary of the death of Alex Kearns from Naperville, Illinois. This was the young man who um, was told by Robin Hood that he owed them $730,000. No, he wasn't told, Sean Caston, you lying fraud. You know what's funny about these Democrats, scum? They love this kind of tragedy to make an opportunity. This is the kid who traded $5,000. They told him, don't sell the options. Make sure you buy them. He didn't want to listen. He didn't read what could happen. So he sold the options, and he lost a tremendous amount of money. Now, the solution is simple. You file bankruptcy, like so many of the businesses did, thanks to Sean Caston's scumbag father. You file bankruptcy, and the debt goes away and the rest of it, and you live on. This kid took a wrong option, permanent solution to a temporary problem, like so many of the Illinoisans who are strapped through the taxation created by Democrat mafia members like Sean Caston and Rod Lagojevich. 
How each and every citizen owes 48000 to their scumbag pension system. So instead, he's going to take that tragedy rather than use it as a, as a reason to enlighten kids to the amount of debt they sign when they borrow money for student loans and such. Sean Caston wants to use the SEC as a Gestapo to crush independent business and speculation on stock. Took his life after writing his parents a note saying that he didn't know how someone who only had $5,000 to his name was allowed to trade $730,000 of options. That story was soon eclipsed in the national zeitgeist by the GameStop hearings and getting into where were the incentives within Robin. Yeah, but boy, oh boy, if these kids knew how much the national debt was going to cost them, I think they'd be depressed too. They didn't sign up for the national debt. Democrat mafia scum like Sean Caston exploded it. And now the only hope they have is to keep these kids so ignorant they don't realize just what $30 trillion translates to into taxation so they never can attain any sense of wealth. See, Sean Caston is blaming capitalism. The real problem in this country isn't capitalism and the fact that you can use the ignorance of one poor, poor kid's decision against the idea of capitalism. It's maybe you should inform the rest of the youth in this country just how much of the $30 trillion and growing thanks to the policies of this eco-Nazi we're going to cost them. But they can't afford to do that. They need propaganda and lies, which goes into Jim. Jim in Chicago. Hi, Sean. This is really tongue-in-cheek, but I've got a portrait of Mother Jones, and she's got a tear in her eye today. Yeah. You, you, mean, you mean that Irish that Irish whore? That Irish whore. Yeah, that Irish yeah, what Jim's referring to is the real Mother Jones, not Raquel Welch in the movie about the ambulance. He's talking about Mother Jones, who is an Irish communist movement. They pretended to be labor unions. They dress up some old freak and pretend she's down with the struggle. And it spawned an entire movement in this country, which is how the Nazis sold out Madison Square Garden before World War II. See, back then, at least they admitted what they are. Communists, Nazis, Marxists. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Splendid, how are you? But listen, I, what I wanted to say is uh, these uh, Democrat talking heads keep talking about how the women of this country are going to change the midterms because of uh, the reversal of uh, uh, Roe versus Wade. What about all of the women that are pro-choice? They don't count them? No. We know that the women on the other side. No, they deceive the and intimidate young girls. All Democrats. Yeah, yeah. But the, there's the women that are all pro-choice. The ones that are worried about the open borders and high gas prices and food prices Rich, and interest I don't, I don't, rates going up. I'm very proud of this. I mean, how, I, how many times are we going to say this? How many you know? women do you know in your family and your friends? How many women in your circle are willing to kill their own baby? I don't know one that I associate with. None, I'm not related to none. one. Are you? None. No, no, I'm not. Of course not. You know what the real statistics are never. of women that are willing to kill their own children? It's a very small no. percentage. It's a very small percentage. About 70% of American women are against killing their own babies. That's the good news. As long as you can deceive them long enough, you can pretty much sell anybody anything, like the Texas teacher. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop this. Diego. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. Minor attracted persons. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. That's a third-grade teacher. Scolding a kid that correctly identified pedophiles as pedophiles. I want you to listen oh, to God. it. Just listen to it one more time. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Here. What? Stop this. Diego. Yeah, no We're not going to call them that. 
we're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Yeah, let's judge. Oh my let's judge God. the scum that try to legitimize it. And let's remind people what just happened in California. A disturbing ordeal at Riverside Elementary School starts off our 5 p.m. today. A registered sex offender is under arrest for the attempted sexual assault of a child inside the school. So the suspect allegedly jumped the school fence and entered the girls' restroom. And afterward, the man fled the scene, but police were able to track him down. KTLA Shelby Nelson is live in Riverside with more. Shelby. Yeah, Sheriff Sam, really shocking for parents. Now, at the time that suspect got onto school grounds and into the restroom, the superintendent says that second and third graders were out to lunch recess at the exact same time. And in Texas, the teachers call that pedophile scum minor attracted persons. That's why you need a clip with 30 rounds in it. You shoot one in the forehead and 29 in the crotch of the minor attracted person. Yeah, let's try to use it in a sentence. Mike in Melrose Park. Hey, Sean. Hey, you know what? As I'm sitting on hold, something else kind of popped in my head. And the, the, the Democrats, being who they are, with wanting to be very specific with their wording, like chosen pronouns and everything, why don't they call things what they are, like the pedophile? Why don't they call abortion? Why do they choose a, a euphemism like rather uh, than murder, uh, baby reproductive murder? care? Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's the same like reason the that they specific. call themselves Democrats rather than Marxist, fascist, mafia members. Words are very important. Listen, for, for 70 years, we've allowed a corrupt cabal to call themselves liberal, having not one philosophy that is steeped in anything other than force. And I still hear kids do it. I still hear people do it. When you see these Marxist mafia members... Identify them for what they are. They're anything but liberal, which is why every policy under the Biden administration is steeped in coercion and force. Every single one. You know that, Mike. You're from Morrow's Park. Chuck and Dullivan, we're going to go to you, but i I got to go to break, right? God damn it. Chuck, hang on if you want to win your congressional seat. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Nice pillow, squirrel. Boy, you don't want to say that at CNN. You don't want to say nice pull. By the way, how are the, how is the Corn Jerker LLC also known as Kamala Harris's old law firm. How are they doing? Hey, phrasing! You know, we I, 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 I so appreciate that T-shirt. By the way, he put a note in there and told me why they're called the corn jerkers. It was a punishment for football. Fascinating story. Fascinating story. All right, let's go to hopefully the next Congress minute. And he does need a complete makeover, however. Chuck Dullivan. How you doing? I'm broadcasting to you from the Walworth County Fair. I just had a... Well, you might blend in there with that beard. She represented, she took a picture of me, and she was screaming and yelling at me because she said my shirt was offensive. It says, we the people, not Nancy Pelosi. And she was screaming and yelling. I couldn't believe it. She wouldn't behave herself. So I knew she was a Democrat. You know what I'm shocked at? The good people of Wisconsin who see what the Democrat mafia has done to Illinois, the border state. 
And yet you stand on the precipice and this communist moron, tax cheat fraud, Mandela Barnes, is somehow tied oh, with Ron, with Ron I Johnson? See, I mean, this is a pathetic I seen, display. I've seen some of them signs coming out of here today, and I took and gave my information to them people, and I said, uh, you know, you're not going to get any, uh, that Ann Rowe girl, she's not going to make it. I'm, get, I'm getting ready to get back by the AFL-CIO up here, so oh, I'm going to have boy. the mafia people and the farmers. Wow. So I'm in. They're going to back I'm in. The I got mafia? the What's the name of yeah, that governor that looks like uh, Orville Redenbacher on meth? What's the name of your governor there? That's Evers. He's the one that he's the one that let the south side of Chicago and the west side of Chicago drive the train and lay siege to Kenosha, Wisconsin during the Jacob Blake riot. Well, you, sure. And then he turned around and said, and he, and he refused help from Donald Trump, and he he wouldn't take the National Guard until the fourth day. And then he said, "I have no regrets." I, well, I would you have do it that, all you over. You have that communist college town, Milwaukee. And they're thriving and wallowing in failure. Do you think the Democrat Party is going to do well this November in Cheesehead Country? I, I tell you what, you're not going to believe this. Marquette, you're not going to believe this. Milwaukee, University of Chicago, I mean, University of Wisconsin, and Marquette, if you're a law student there, you yeah. don't have to take a bar exam. What Come a con on. game. Well, you know, well, I'm dead serious. You I'm don't have to take a bar right exam. Now. I have the best lawyer in the world, 380 pounds of free legal advice, Calcagno and Associates. Uh, and, and they've confirmed okay. they've confirmed that uh, Kamala Harris law firm was called the corn jerkers. Anyway, um, it's amazing well, how you see how you see lawyers and the and the quality of lawyers aside from the from the Democrat scum in Chicago that sit on the the, the investment I, fund with Ed Burke. How, how, how just morons they are. So I got a great explain. guy over here. He's in Lake Geneva, uh, Sean, and uh, he's a personal attorney, personal injury attorney, and his nickname is Whiplash Shapiro. Slip and fall. Law, you no, fall, whip, we whip feel lash. the pain. Oh no, Whiplash Shapiro, that's the guy. All right, hey, have you ever? Thank you for let, thanks for letting me on, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to start handing out some more flyers and making right, people go win, upset. Go win, you got to save Cheeseheadville. We don't want it to turn into the sewer of Chicago. John, East Chicago, Indiana. Hi, Sean. Hi, John. Oh, uh, that lady that called earlier in your show, yeah, saying that uh, Comey was a communist. They did say I heard it too. Really, Charlie Kirk. I got to call Kirk Charlie. Charlie, what a good kid he is! What a what a great guy Charlie Kirk is. And you know, I started out arguing with him when he was when he was filling in. I was filling in for somebody. I can't tell you how much I love the kid. Great kid, great yeah. show. And he's got evidence that it's it's. Uh, I always thought it was Brennan. You know, Brennan actually used to used to vote and brag that he was a communist and voted for the communists in the seventies. You're telling me Comey did too? Uh, well, what uh, exactly what Charlie Kirk said was that he was. Comey was a federal prosecutor in New York, and when he left that position, he openly announced that he was a communist. Well, it does explain so many of his uh, his procedures. It does explain the FBI. We got to get Charlie. I got to call Charlie and find out that story. Three, one, two. Come on, you're going to make me quit. All right, I'll be back in twenty-one. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.